everyone. Welcome to the Permageddon podcast. Uh, this is the Hair and Metal podcast. Um, we're going to be looking at reviewing some old classic rock and hair metal albums. Um, I'm Chris Ward and my co-host is... Thomas Webb. We're looking to create a podcast um, just on old, on old music. Um, and I've sort of had this idea for a little while now and I was just sort of looking for someone to do it with. But then um, I sort of met Thomas, so... Um, do you want to sort of explain how we met? Well, it was on TikTok, weren't it? Because we both play musical instruments. Um, to my knowledge, I'm not entirely sure what the first video was that I found, but we um, eventually found out through talking to each other on there that we both liked uh, the, pretty much the same bands and the same music. Yeah, I mean, from, from my side, um, I'd started to put a few things on TikTok and... Uh, I sort of saw this, I saw one of your videos, I think it might have been the I Remember You solo by Skid Row, and, yeah. I, and I saw a couple of others, like, on the feed, and I was thinking, this this guy's doing the same as me, only, but he's doing it a bit better than me, <laughs> so I was like, I was like, oh, that's that's interesting, and then every video that came up, uh, or every other video that he did was sort of the things I'd either done, or um, wanted to learn, or so... <coughs> See, it was really interesting, so I thought, oh, well, you know. And I think um, I think you put a Skid Row song up and I, I did a duet. I can't remember which song it was. And and that's how we sort of got to know each other. And then, um, I don't know, we just sort of became friends on Facebook and talked about music and I suggested, how about a podcast? And uh, so this is why we're here, really. So um, what, have you, um, what do you sort of want to achieve with a podcast? Um, well, I, I had an idea, seeming as we met on TikTok. Um, I'm not sure how good this would go because a lot of the people who I talk to are in different countries and different times and everything. So, But I was thinking of getting guests on in the future if there's some way of doing that because I've asked a couple of people who I talk to on there as well and they'd say they'd be down for an idea of chatting or discussing things and that'd be good. Good way of networking as well between musicians and you know, producers, mixing engineers, everything. Yeah, so um, for those that don't know, um, both uh, myself and Thomas play guitar. Um, to a, I don't know, how long, you've, how long have you been playing for? 13 years. 13 years on and off, pretty much, because I've floated between um, piano, bass, uh, acoustic and electric. So I've, been, I've got a broad range of skills. Um, Thomas sort of reels off 13 years and it's, it's harder for me to remember because I started when I was 14 and I'm a little bit older than Thomas. So I'm 44. How old are you, Thomas? 26. 26, so not quite half my age. But uh, So again, I thought that was something like an interesting dynamic because a lot of the music that we sort of cover on TikTok and we play guitar to, I was sort of around at the time it was out. So I was, I was sort of going through it, whereas Thomas sort of is sort of dusted off stuff from the past so he he's come into it sort of you've come into it sort of more like you know you're looking back really whereas i sort of went through it so yeah, it's you, sort of big, an interesting dynamic you lived it you lived you lived that uh all, all that 90s 80s sort I've of got the scars <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah so yeah so i thought that would be an interesting dynamic to see where our you know what we look if there any differences into what sort of music or what different songs that we might like, because obviously, you know, like with you being a bit younger, you might have a different take on you, your 
interests like might be slightly different to mine in terms of song choice. So I thought it was quite interesting. Um, so how did you get into music? Well, um, I first got into music when I was about seven years old because um, I'd started to play the violin in primary school. I think I was about seven, eight years old. And yeah, and I think we had this conversation before as well, because yeah. I, I started on violin as well, after a series of uh, in, in lesson, I think we did some like beep tests, or, or pitch tests I was, was it? You, I think it was, they give you a pitch, and you had to match which note to the pitch. It, like ear training. Ear training, yeah, and I think if you, got, if you got like, I don't know, 25 out of 30 or something, you got put down, and I think most kids just sat there and just put luck, you know what I mean, but I was a bit sort of more mm. competitive than that, and uh so, so what? So yeah. So what did you do at school? You started to play violin. Yeah, yeah? I started to play the violin because um, I wanted to learn the drums initially, but I wasn't very well at school, and I missed the um, the sign up period for the drum lessons. So they'd all gone; they'd all been taken up, and the only thing that was left was the violin. So I thought, I'll do that, no problem. Uh, did it for about two years. Started to learn to read music. Uh, very basic stuff, Twinkle, Twinkle, Little Star, Mary Had a Little Lamb, stuff like that. And then um, I moved to secondary school, but they didn't do violin lessons. There was no teacher. So I thought, being it was a stringed instrument, I should stay with what I knew. And then that's when I went to the guitar. And then I had lessons in school when I was 13 with a teacher called Gavin, and he taught me all the skills... That I, that I had to this day, all the chords, the knowledge, you know, because I've been asked to do lessons with people for a while, like guitar lessons. Could you teach me? Could you teach my kid? Could you do this? And I, di I didn't know, like, how I'd start teaching someone that had never picked up a guitar before. So I thought, well, how did I first start? What was my first lesson like? And he literally handed me a piece of paper and said, write down all the songs that you want to learn, and I'll teach you them. I was like, whoa. Yeah, which, I mean, is that is that what you wanted, or is that what you're not? Because for me, that would have been, like, okay, but, like, you know, I mean, I'm very much of a mind that, you know, if you're learning songs, you're not actually delving into the underneath of the guitar. For me, it's like, you know, you need to learn all the nuts and bolts and put them together, then, then do the songs, you know, so... Because I come from the generation of um, what I called the guitar hero, guitarists, because I had the video game. So most of the songs that were on that list were from the game. And he, he did teach me the fundamental bits. So like Paranoid was on there by Black Sabbath. And he said, I'm going to teach you it, but this is what it uses so he taught me the e minor pentatonic scale and stuff like that and then he showed me how to improvise which is one of the skills that that i do because i very rarely play a solo to the record i always try and noodle and make things up or take bits and add bits to it to make it unique yeah and i think that's where we're very similar um i i, I know I've, I've obviously come across a lot of guitarists um over time and there's a sort of quest for perfection, note for note, exact tone, you know what I mean? And yeah. it's, it's never been about that to me. It's To me, it's always putting your own 
your own interpretation on things um, and being able to do that. I'd much rather do that and have more fun doing that than trying to achieve a like-for-like copy. <coughs> Sorry about that. Um, yeah, and in terms of when I got into music, I like I say, I got into violin, did it for a few years with an orchestra. I remember playing like bits like Moon River. Uh, I was never um, much of a rehearser, and I just sort of I just got bored of like doing it on Saturday mornings. And um, like I say, the guitar was you know out for lessons, but but packed. Sorry, the, the violin, the violin was it, it was out for for orchestra and stuff, but I never rehearsed and. Uh, I got to school, I went, I went up to secondary school and met a few friends um, who um, liked the same sort of music, and that was it. It was just like, all right, we're going to do some stuff with guitar. Um, and in terms of like just music in general, um, I had a friend, uh, I still, well, he's still a friend now, you know, he's still around, called Darren. We call him by his surname, Atis. And he had like a boom box, like, you know, the, the uh, big one that you put on your shoulder. It was, it was a yeah. shoulder one. It's like massive. And it had a twin deck and he had a load of tapes. Um, we used to go. I used to go around his house and listen to things like Iron Maiden, watch horror films. I remember listening to Iron Maiden. I remember him putting on "Leader of the Pack." I don't know if you know that song, "The Leader yeah, of the yeah. Pack." Yeah. yeah, that for some reason. I'm actually it was a cover. Um, and I, I remember listening to Iron Maiden. Um, I remember listening to the Cherry Pie album around there in his living room. And he used to do tapes with us. You know, like I don't know if he, we used to back in the day. You know, I don't know. You probably didn't do this. But if someone got an album, like, you know, you'd get you'd buy a load of Memorex C, C60s. Oh, stick is that album on there. Put that on there. And um, I remember he did a load of stuff. And he, one, of, one of the ones that got worn out was um, there was uh, Skid Row, Skid Row on side A. And then it had Tiger Tails Berserk on the other side. And he also did um, Dr. Feelgood uh, on a different tape. And it had a, an album which I wasn't too bothered about by a guy called... Johnny, not Johnny Cash, Johnny Crash. Now, he was like an 80s rocker. Um, had a couple of good songs, but I used to just fast forward and put uh, Dr. Feelgood back on. And I think I probably uh, put um, Girls, Girls, Girls over the top of it. So he used to have, he was like my, imp- he, he was like, you know, he was the one that would get the albums and I would sort of copy them. So that's how I sort of got into it. And we used to just wander around um, the estate and up the woods where I used to live or, you know, under the swings. And... Uh, with these, with these ghetto blaster. I think he had some wasp. I remember listening to Wasp as well. He had Wasp. Um, I remember he, I remember when Slave to the Grind come out. I remember him just like walking along, blasting out riot act and stuff like that. It was a cool times, you know what I mean? I, was, I asked him if he still got the, the uh, boombox. I'm not sure if he, if he has, you know what I mean? So, so do you, it, did, did you, were you a, a CD buyer or were you, um, did you collect vinyl or are you a streamer or I was a um I was a CD guy to be fair I remember the first CD I bought it was a CD single and it was S Club 7 I think it was Reach Up for the Stars I bought that because that was my first sort of introduction to music because I used to I have an older sister and when I was very young, I, I can't remember how old I would have been. I probably would have been about four. But it was just the song that used to get repeated over and over again. I used to sing the words and it would drive her mad. <laughs> drive her mad. Slight, similar, similar to me, actually. Um, I've got an older sister and she used to listen to some awful stuff. Um, Curiosity Killed the Cat and um, Wham, which I don't mind a bit of Wham, you know, I've, mm. I've done, got a couple of TikToks on there, to be honest. And um, 
Chicago and just a lot of other stuff. But she also listened to, um, she had Slippy When Wet and she had uh, The Final Countdown. And I think I went to get like a Christmas present and I think it might have been a watch. I bought a watch or something. I can't remember what it was. It was something like that. And um, and the, had, the guy at the shop said, oh, I've got an offer on. Um, you can get one of these Walkmans for an extra five quid or two quid or something. I can't remember what it was. It was a really basic Walkman. I was like, all right. And me and my brother both got, my twin brother, both got these uh, Walkmans. I think mine was red and his was blue. Uh, we used to have bikes that exactly the same, different colours. And I was like, I've got a, we haven't got red and blue guitars now, but it was a similar sort of thing. And it had the big foam headphones that yeah, used to make it easy. That horrible orange I, uh, head, uh, headphone foam. <laughs> yeah. And the sound was, the sound was awful. And, you know, batteries would drain mega fast. But I remember lying in bed listening to the final countdown. And I think it was there. Uh, she must have had Tina Turner because I remember listening to um, Beyond the Thunderdome, Beyond the Thunderdome um, from the Mad Max film. But that's and then I, I like I say then like I say um, the Europe and and I must have just started like I think it must have been at the same time as when I was getting these other stuff. I must start getting the cassettes from you know the tapes from my friend Davis, and I think that's how it started really. So um, yeah, that's sort a little bit similar. Like you know you get I think a lot of people getting through like. Uh, family member and I'm a twin brother as well so my brother tend to like have the same sort of taste in music but slightly different um, I've always been a little bit different but generally the same like he's a big David Bowie fan I'm, I'm not <laughs> there's a couple of bands which we don't there's a couple of bands which we, we disagree on and I think he likes Jamiroquai and I can't get away with it but that's but most of the stuff you know like all the metal stuff all the Skid Row and the Poison and and all that stuff we're, we're very similar with Really, I suppose I could go um, into how I got into the um, the sort of harder rock hair metal scene and started listening to that because the first two albums I bought were Nevermind by Nirvana and Green Day's American Idiot, and then they quickly turned out to be two bands that I would end up loathing and not being able to stand. Well, the, oh, really? Because, I mean, I was... See, I was... There was When I was at school, when, when um, Nirvana and uh, when Nirvana was out, uh, there was a load of people in my year... Uh, I think I was in sixth form. There was a lot of people in my year uh, loved Nirvana. I was just before sixth form, maybe. Loads of Nirvana heads. But I was more into, like, uh, Smashing Pumpkins. And I don't know if that was because I didn't want to be on the Nirvana... appear to be on the Nirvana bandwagon. But I don't know, I just... I mean, I, I played Nevermind to Death, to be fair, and I used to love playing the bass to it. Um, but it, it, for me, it lacked a little bit of depth, um, and it didn't have the same... There was, well, there was no solos, you know? And one of the things I liked in the 80s was, like, the solos. Or the solos are just, like, the, the vocal lines. All the harmonies um, and everything, harmony guitars, and it was, it, it was a lot more complex, I'd say. Yeah, so... It just for me, it just lacked a little bit. I mean, I, I, to, to be, I, I really like uh, Nevermind. Um, what was the other one you said? Green Day's American Idiot. Oh yeah, like, yeah. I mean, I love that album. I used to love play along with it. Um, I remember, God, I played that one to death as well. Uh, and, and like I say, it was that was when I was starting to get back into electric guitar because I'm traditionally a bass player so I, I remember getting into guitar because it's pretty you know it's all sort of chord bass a lot of it there's little solos here and there but it's uh quite it's not really massively difficult to play i would say 
but fun. It's fun to play. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? It's fun. Yeah. Blasting it's a great warm-up album. If you were just going to play the album as a warm-up, it's great. Yeah, definitely, definitely. But then, um, then when I went to college in 2011, I met a f- I met one of my best friends there. And he's the one that introduced me into Skid Row. And he played 18 and Life to me for the first time. And I was just hooked. I was like, what is this tall, long-haired, skinny man that looks like a very hot woman (laughs) singing this (laughs) belting ballad? And I was just like, this is amazing. So then, And then he was into Poison, Motley Crue, and all that kind of stuff. So then that's when I started listening to more of that side of the music. Yeah, yeah. And we'd go to gigs together. And he was the one who also introduced me to Tiger Tales. Yeah, strange band Tiger Tales, aren't they? Mm. I mean, I got introduced to them through my, like I say, through my friend here. It's absolutely... It was just different. I mean, the thing was... I mean, we're, we're going to talk about... Um, for those that don't know, I think um, we're looking to do Skid Row, Skid Row, Side A as the first po- podcast. This is like a, a pilot episode. Um, but but Skid Row, it's just um, for me, it just I've been listening to Motley Crue and and that sort of thing. But the, I don't want to get too much into it because I know we're going to do a podcast on it. You see, um, but the guitars, it was just different with the singer. Like you say, the singer was just like the voice, the vocal range, and the guitars were just a bit dirtier and like squealier. Mm. And like I say, I, I think we'll get into that sort of thing on the uh, on our first episode, which. Is, Hopefully, be coming up at some point. Yep. You know, if it ever see if this ever sees the light of day, <laughs> should do. But but um, yeah, so we'll, we'll get into that and um, let's see. We'll leave that one there because I don't want to. I don't want to yeah, spoil the wanna, first. Yeah, no spoilers. The first episode, no spoilers. So um, yeah, that, that's our plans going forward. So um, yeah, so that's. I think that's pretty much where we are. Um, I'm not sure if there's anything else you want to add. I mean, um, we're both guitarists. Um, it's not going to be a musical dissection of chords and and, and scales. It's more just a, a planet as a just a, an appreciation of albums and you know picking out things I like and and likewise for you, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm looking forward to doing um, music reviews and stuff like that. And I think it would be good to have people suggest albums, maybe that we've never heard of or never listened to. And then review those. Yeah, definitely, because there'll be there'll be some albums that I listen, I've heard and you haven't. Yeah. Likewise, there'll be some albums yeah. that that I've that you've heard and have I just said that. You know what I mean? It'd be good to um, give some constructive criticism. Definitely, and 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 I think one of the things I wanted to do with the podcast as well is, I mean, it's already started to affect me in terms of how deep you listen to things. Um, you know, I've already had like the schedule album on, and I'm. You know, you give it a different level of listening. You sort of listen with deeper ears, and mm. I've already heard things that I hadn't heard before. Yeah. It's all them I'm going to critique things. Lines that you never that you never really hear because you'll hear the main riff, and then you'll be listening and be like, "That's played slightly different," or it's just an overdub that I never never really listened or heard to. Yeah, little panned vocals here and there. Yeah, and yeah, things. But, but like I say, it'll be. As, I suppose it'll be as technical as I want it to be, really. But in terms, I, I don't see it as like a, a musician podcast. I see it more of as just a, a fan podcast of, yeah. of, of albums, really. Um, so, yeah, so I've got an email set up. It's um, permageddonpodcast at gmail.com. So if there's any albums you want us to review, 
uh, get in touch. If you've got any views on Skid Row, Skid Row, Side A, uh, Side B will be a different episode. Um, that's the email, permageddonpodcast at gmail.com. Or if you want to send us, you know, um, you can get in touch with us as well on on TikTok. Um, I'm Chris Ward Guitar, and you are Thomas. What was yours? Thomas Bam Web ninety four. Yeah. So if you find us on TikTok. You can send us a message on there. Um, you know, you might want to send us like a, an audio recording that would include with your opinions. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll, we'll try and get some things set up so you can do that. Like I say, we're just in the process of setting this podcast up. Um, and that would be good as well, just to have a bit of a, you know, a bit of um, listener appreciation feedback and get your side across as well, really. Because, you know, we're just two people and, you know, we've only got, we've got limited views. So, you know, your view might be completely different. You might hate the album or there might be a song you really like or there might be one you really hate. Mm-hmm. So that'd be great to get our feedback. So, um I think that's. I think we've covered everything there. Yeah, pretty much. Anything... Good, good little introduction to what we're going to do. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, hopefully, you've enjoyed this podcast. Um, but look out for the for um, Skid Row Side A episode, which we'll be working on in the background. We're going to give it a, a, a thorough listen, pick out all our favourite bits, and we're going to feed it back to you. Yep. And see what you think. So, nice one. Nice one. Yep. Yep. We'll conclude this podcast. Good pilot episode. Nice one. Thanks yeah. for your time. And yourself. And uh, yeah, we'll work, now we've got to work out how to, how to edit a podcast. It's all a learning curve for us. Yeah. And we'll, uh, we'll, get, we'll get back to you. So all nice right. one. Yep. See you later. Cheers. See ya. See you on the next episode.